Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, the Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today are two gas gulpers I call friends, John and Brendan. <laughs> How's it going, my dudes? Wish I had a whoopee cushion handy. I make a little, little <laughs> <laughs> fart sound. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be funny. Uh, this is this is funny because this is just basically a gas gulper. I think in like present day terms, is just a, a car that just takes too much gas, right? Uh, apparently, Ahsoka used this for used this term for the giant near Nibre mantas. There you go. They're gas gulpers. Don't oh, know why. All right. All right. What a classic Are they made toy. of gas? I don't remember. <laughs> Does Do it you know, say Brendan? where this was coming from? Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain. I'm assuming it's a Clone Wars episode. Yes. Uh, Shadow of Menevolence. Okay. I don't... Let's see. Let me click the episode. That That's the one with the giant... Uh, spaceship that the separatists have that had the giant ion cannon because that's the malevolence yep uh but i uh, i don't remember any creatures that were gulping gas so she might have just said it in passing (laughs) i guess (laughs) let's see now i need to rewatch that arc i have actually seen all the clone wars episodes i will say and i'm being truthful here (laughs) i have (laughs) But do you remember the do you remember the giant no, mantis? Ab- absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I That's remember fair. giant well, we're not manta looking things in Rebels, but not not during that arc in uh, Clone Wars. That's right. Well, we're not gonna figure it out in this episode. No. Uh, so Tune in <laughs> we next time. Out. I will watch that that again and figure out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Brendan's got homework for everyone. Uh, <laughs> mainly himself. <laughs> yep anyway we got a good show for everyone today um we got two debates for everyone uh two glorious versus inglorious debates whoa whoa look at us we've been slacking and we were like you know what let's just do a two for one right two for one special everyone get it while it's hot so we're gonna be debating shadow collective mall and then we're gonna be doing staps so stick around should be a great episode um, so we're just going to highlight a couple tournaments coming up before we begin. We've got the Games Keep tournament uh, coming up February 24th uh, in Pennsylvania. I forget the name of the town. <laughs> John's going. I'll be there. I'm Westchester, I'm Pennsylvania. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I got Pennsylvania correct. <laughs> you have the correct state. You had a 1 in 50 shot. You know what? I like those odds. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. There you go. Uh, and then I'll we have, you know. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, get out. <laughs> yeah, then we got Worlds coming up uh, March 22nd. Uh, that's in Chicago or Schaumburg, to be more specific. It's like 20 minutes from Chicago. Basically Chicago. Basically Chicago. That's what I tell people when I'm like, uh, it's like, oh, what are you, where are you going in uh, March? I'm going to go play my nerd games in Chicago. Because they're not going to know where Schaumburg is. <laughs> That's what and, I say as well. Yeah. 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 It's easier for people. It's really no different <laughs> yeah. from when I'm traveling and people say, where do you live? And I say Philadelphia, even though I'm like an hour outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. That's a blatant lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to your house. I, uh, it's I'm not, a bit, not even close. <laughs> I'm a big time liar. That's it. 
caught me. <laughs> uh, I love it. Nice. <laughs> Are there a lot of Amish farms in Philadelphia? Yes, absolutely. In, in fact, in fact, there are. Uh, all right. Before we get off too off topic, too late. We are off to a great start. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm slap happy today, so this is gonna be great. Uh, let's let's do Shadow Collective Mall. So, uh, for those of you that don't know and are tuning in for the first time. Uh, our glorious versus inglorious debate what it is is uh, one player or one podcast member is going to be the judge and they're going to determine whether this unit is glorious or inglorious meaning they're good or they're bad uh, and then the other two podcast members uh, they're going to pick a side right they're going to pick uh, they're good or they're bad and then we're going to argue some points back and forth and then hopefully the honorable judge uh, will make a, a sound decision you know not based off of any biases whatsoever and then like you know this is going to be factual for the entire legion community so they're, they're, they're either good or they're bad those are the rules it's pretty simple so uh we're gonna do shadow collective mall uh brendan is the judge i'm gonna take glorious and john's gonna take inglorious i should get a but gavel before we that'd be fun you know why isn't a gavel in our logo i guess i goofed oh. <laughs> i didn't really think about it we just oh, kind of wow. like guns. Yeah. We like blasters. Yeah, especially the ones that roll white dice. That's right. Those are the most <laughs> inglorious. <laughs> you know what? My B1s throw crits all the time. Every single time. It's great. Pretty I love much. them. I love every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Brendan, you want to do us a favor and kind of quickly go over um, Shadow Collective Maul's uh, stats and maybe some key command cards, stuff like that. Yep. So Maul, a rival, is an operative for the Shadow Collective Battle Force. He is 170 points, a trooper with 6 health, 3 courage, and red defense dice. He doesn't surge natively for either offense or defense. He has only one weapon on his card, his double-bladed lightsaber, which is a melee weapon. That uses four red attack dice and four white attack dice. That's impact two and pierce two. He can take two force upgrades, a command upgrade, a training upgrade, and a weapon upgrade, which is unique. The dark saber, which gives him a melee weapon, the dark saber, for six black. It changes his rank to commander and gives him surge to crit and cunning. It is also a sidearm for melee and range, so it it replaces his double-bladed lightsaber for all attacks. It's also impact 2 and pierce 2, and it is 10 points. He also has the keywords jump 1, allies of convenience, deflect, immune pierce, juyo mastery, and wound 1. Uh, wound 1 means he starts the game with a wound on him. And Juyo Mastery is the one where you get to do up to three actions when you are wounded, uh, but you are limited to two moves. Shadow Collective Mall has six command cards to choose from. Hot damn. Yes, he does. <laughs> He's got the original three that CIS Mall came out with. Uh, one Pip, Duel of the Fates. It only orders Mall. Mall gains one dodge token and disengage. 
While Maul is engaged with an enemy unit, that unit cannot spend aim, dodge, standby, or surge tokens. A two pip, the Phantom Menace, that orders Maul and one trooper. It has two options. Uh, as a regular command card, Maul cannot attack. Enemy units beyond range two of Maul cannot attack him. Or if you divulge in the deploy unit step, Maul gains infiltrate. And during the first round, Maul and friendly dark, super, uh, dark Sith probe droids that are not available in the Shadow Collective can do other things. Uh, but he cannot perform objective card actions, discard the card after it is revealed. So it would not be your command card for the first round if you divulge it. Uh, next is another one pip, at last, only orders Maul. While building a command hand, treat this card as though it has three pips. Maul gains one aim token and Jedi Hunter, and when he activates, he may suffer one wound. Shadow Collective Maul then gets an additional three command cards that CIS Maul does not have access to. The first is a is a three pip witch magic that orders Maul. Uh, you must nominate Shadow Collective Maul. While building a command hand, treat this card as though it has one pip. Remove up to two wound tokens and any number of poison or immobilized tokens from Maul. When Maul activates, he recovers. A two pip, his eminence, Maul and one unit. You must nominate Shadow Collective Maul. Maul gains one dodge token. Each other trooper unit at range one of Maul gains one suppression token. When another friendly trooper unit at range one of Maul activates, it skips its rally step. That unit cannot be suppressed or panicked. And finally, a three pip sees what power we can. Maul and two units. You must nominate Shadow Collective Maul. Place one aim and three surge tokens on this card. Each time an enemy unit at range one of Maul spends an aim, dodge, or surge token, place one token of the same type on this card. Friendly mercenary units can spend tokens on this card as if the units had them. Excellent. Appreciate the appreciate the recap of what Maul's got. A lot. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of stuff. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Brendan, who would you like to hear from first, Glorious or Inglorious? You know what? I want to hear uh, why he's Glorious first. Okay, you got yeah. it. So yeah. that's me. Well... Welcome to Shadow Collective. He is the glue that holds the Shadow Collective together. Uh, he's the big baddie. He's he's the only Force user in that. So, you know, if you like Force users and you like Shadow Collective, that's the one to go with. <laughs> You're right. forced into Jokes it. Jokes aside. You're forced into it. You're force pushed into it. Okay? Uh, it's fine. I, I, oh, that man, was that's forced. not a good joke. That was. <laughs> Based on the limited numbers of options, you have to take them. Go on. Go on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. But seriously, uh, I like Maul because you can build them however you want to play them. So obviously, Force Push should be stapled upon him uh, because that's like a great, a great Force upgrade that every Force user should take. It's really, really good. Uh, so I'm not going to include that in the discussion because we already know that's good. So. The other ones, you can you can pick however you want to play them. I think these are all valid options. You can play Burst of Speed to try and get in there. You can play Barrier. Uh, he's got a, a Recover card to you know get Barrier back. 
he's get th- he gets three actions from Juyo, so like it's you know he can recover, move, take a dodge, or move, move, whatever. Uh, saber throw, you don't see them on him very often anymore, but you can still play peekaboo uh, if you know you're throwing the double bladed uh, saber because that's four red, so that most of the time should get over cover right if you get four, uh, and then. You know, you could choose to equip him with a dark saber or not, right? That's just a choice. Um, do you really, really want that cunning uh, and the commander slot on him? I don't think the commander slot's necessarily like that important, but you know, I think it's mainly there for the cunning and search search to crit because he doesn't normally search to um, search to anything. So, uh, whatever your playstyle might be, go in the face or place peekaboo or support your army. I think he's I think he's got it. Additionally, he's got six command cards. Uh, generally, any character with six command cards is usually a good character. <laughs> Look at Darth Vader. Look at Luke Skywalker. Um, wait, is that really it? Yeah. N- now that I'm listing it out loud? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a good character. <laughs> six command cards is awesome, right? You, you could pick which one that you need uh, in this situation, right? So each one of Maul's cards allow you to do something cool and tricky. Uh, he can infiltrate near a box behind a line of sight blocker for some early game grab or just to simply put pressure on your opponent like you know behind a building or something like that um, burst of speed into witch magic the following turns pretty great because you're no longer mobilized also you get to heal your wounds back seize what power we can can be amazing into like a clone uh, into like a clone ball or like if you're fighting against pikes and they use dodges um you know, suddenly those tokens that they use are now your tokens. So that's fun. Uh, and the rest of your, the whole rest of your army gets to use those tokens. So that's neat. Uh, and then what I really like about Shadow Collective Mall is you don't have to take all six Mall cards. He's got two other good cards that the generic Shadow Collective faction could take. Uh, aggression and Discretion. Uh, those are good alternative choices if you want to help your army more, uh, get, gain dodges or gain aims. So I think that's like a, it's a decent choice. It's basically like um, it's push plus or assault plus. Um, it's just a little bit extra, a little bit extra stuff, right? Um, if In case you didn't like those, the two pip or the three pip from him. Maul also has straightforward command cards, you know, like go in uh, and suddenly, you know, you can't use any green tokens. That's terrifying. Uh, so he's got a lot of like options in terms of like command cards to like suit the the round, like whatever he needs during that next round. So I think that's awesome. Uh, and then, <laughs> I mean, I could I could kind of gush on some mall stuff, but I'm gonna like say I think one last point, and then I'm gonna let John talk. If you've never done this before, here here's my final point. This is why mall is amazing. Uh, move, move. Free action force push any unit into melee with Maul and then take a standby is one hell of a drug. <laughs> uh, if they are activated or not, okay? Because if, you know, that activated unit, if they move away, they, they withdraw, then you just go follow them back and suddenly you're safe. I, I think that's a great way to get in. If your opponent doesn't have a way to remove Maul from their lines, then he lives rent-free. Uh, it's, it's a great tool on the approach. Uh, Juyo Mastery allows you to do some fun stuff you can always, you can generally get the um, recover off as a third action in order to get your force powers back. And the fun part is, is even if you are suppressed for some weird reason, uh, like they shot you three times 
and you didn't rally any of the, any of the suppression off, Juyo still lets you get two actions. So that's that's pretty good. That's not nothing. Like um, no other no other person could do that outside of compel or other keywords I'm forgetting. So I think that's pretty neat. There you go. That's Maul. I think I think he's pretty awesome. How about good you, John? <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. There you go. He said it's good. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> I concede. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That would that would make for an interesting debate. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> bold bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out for him. <laughs> well, with that defense, he's clearly inglorious. No. <laughs> wow. All right, solid points. I I will definitely say I think he's got some solid command cards for sure. Um, oh. so uh, Shadow Collective Mall in glorious only model in the game that starts the game wounded um which obviously i realize activates juyo mastery which is nice obviously a good keyword no denying that but he only has five wounds then um no surges on defense and everybody knows maul is extremely fragile and extremely expensive so you have an extremely fragile and expensive unit running around um, really trying to do objectives, I feel like, for the most part. So one bad placement and he could get one-shotted, especially with how big dice pools are now these days. Um, so that would always scare me as a mall player, personally, um, just because if you lose, you know, close to a 200-point piece, you know, it, it pretty much is bad news bears from that point forward. So just a very fragile piece, and the deflect nerf obviously hurt him significantly, as it did all Force users um, outside of Republic. Uh, but I feel like Maul, you definitely saw a downward... Uh, not What's the word I'm looking for? You definitely saw a lot less Maul play after the deflect nerf. Maul is also affected by the choke nerf that obviously hit all of the Dark Side Force users. But... <laughs> But Maul was obviously hurt by this uh, substantially. He can no longer do a lot of his objective shenanigans and bubble wrapping himself and stealing hostages and moving things around. Um, speaking of which, with the push nerf um, in regards to hostage, that also hurt him uh, and hurt some of his objective play. So I would just say objectively, not to say he's bad, but... He is not as objectively S-tier as I would say he used to be. So um, maybe that hurt me in saying that to say he's bad. He's not as good as he once was. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so objectively not as scary as he used to be. Um, I also think you had mentioned that you can obviously equip him with a bunch of different upgrades. Force push obviously stapled onto him. I think you almost have to staple into the fray on him um, so that you can get those surge tokens, Um, which means you're not taking tenacity. So his lightsaber is not going to be as scary as it once was because you're not going to have that red die extra that you're getting when your Juyo is activated. So um, the four four red, four white, if you're not taking the dark saber, which I think you're almost always taking in Shadow Collective. Um, 
is just going to be six black surge crit. And we all know Op Luke with seven black surge crit can have a very swingy die pool. Um, and Maul's going to have six black. So not to say it's terrible, but it can be very swingy. There's plenty of Son of Skywalker turns even when he gets a double swing where it's, you know, lackluster. So Maul doesn't have any Son of Skywalker turns. He's only going to be swinging that thing once and you hope it lands. Um, but it's not red die pools like some of the other um, Force users that really can lay the hurt on some enemies once they get in there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, collectively, I just think he's fragile. Um, in Shadow Collective, I made the joke earlier, you know, he's really your only option when it comes to commanders outside of taking, like, the Beagos and Capos and things like that. Gar Saxon is, eh, you know. Um, so there's just lack of list diversity in Shadow Collective. Um, and then objectively, he's not nearly what he once was, and then he was hit by a lot of the nerfs that we've seen. And then I just think in the new meta with dice pools rising, the pools getting bigger and more reliable, um, just with all the shareable aims and aids and all the different things that you can do to get a lot of aims and a lot of dice going, he's more one-shottable, so to speak, than ever. Um, So with only five wounds when he's already starting the game with a wound, um, and no surges on him. I think you can you can get him get him out in a spot where you don't want him to be and pick him off fairly easily. Um, and when that happens, it's kind of game over, I think, for a lot of the lists that you're putting him in. So for those reasons, he's inglorious. Well, uh, interesting points. Brendan, do you mind if I rebut? You, you may rebut, however, I would like to, it, it, and it's not in a trying to help John with his uh, argument, but I just want to call out and shame him. Uh, clearly, he doesn't think about this because he's a filthy Republic player, uh, uh-huh. but the, the wound on Maul is great for bounty hunters because a lot of them take Hunter and then oh, they're hunter. getting free yeah, aims. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. I wasn't even tracking what you were when you first. I was like, huh? I know because you're a Republic player. Oh. Well, you, you don't know that's what bounty. Probably why about. I wasn't track. I don't know what bounty. What? <laughs> not familiar with that keyword. What is this keyword? <laughs> I but, barely use secret mission. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, Corey. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, yes, uh, John makes a lot of good points. Right, uh, a lot of the for- force powers got nerfed, specifically dark side ones. Um, like they, they felt the nerf the most deflect nerf, choke nerf, push nerf. That's fine. Just, <laughs> I think people were focused on objective play mall. I think there's like lots of other ways to play them. You could still do some objective play. Yes, it's nerfed, but like, I, please don't take put or don't take choke. That's, that's not very good anymore. <laughs> um, you can probably take it if you want to up your damage profile. Uh, because John was saying it's, uh, you know, the dark saber is like unreliable at certain times, right? He's he's quoting a Luke saber, a, a Luke lightsaber, and I get that. Uh, I don't think dark saber is the only way to play Shadow Collective Mall. I think, I think you if you, if you want to, you could try and swing for the fences with this double bladed lightsaber because that's got eight, that's got eight dice on the attack, and uh, if those white dice hit, I mean, like it's 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 pretty sweet. 
Uh, the red the red dice are fairly reliable too, even without surging. So I think that's definitely got some play. I just don't think people are really using him because of those nerfs, and they they, they automatically think he's bad. John, you're saying he's fragile. Yes, at five health he is fragile. He, I mean, like, look, if if you put him out there to be shot and you're not checking your ranges for like move shoots from your opponent or you're not hiding behind a line of sight blocker, I mean, like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that's on that's on you. I don't think he's one shotable. Um, I think you're hopefully going to at least have one dodge and maybe move into a precarious spot uh, as your last activation. Right. So like maybe you're going to get one shot coming at you. I don't think he's one shotable. So to help with his uh, fragileness. Right. So you could do a couple things. You can give Pike's portable scanner like the um, uh, the capo. Just give him a dodge. It's fine. Uh, some of his command cards have dodges. And lastly, if you really, 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 really want him to get in there safe, just chuck him in the bus or hide him behind the bus. That's what Lila did. She didn't put him in the bus, but just hit him behind uh, at Worlds last year, right? She saw a lot of success doing that. You can equip the bus with a medic. I don't think many people do that very often. Um, I think Old Mall... The way people played him is kind of gone. I think he kind of. I think we gotta like figure out a new, different way. Uh, I don't know exactly which way that is. I think it might be some expensive stuff. Uh, for example, people sometimes take vigilance. Uh, when it was five points, it was great, but now that it's twelve, it's kind of like a little suspect. But if you really, really, really want to up that survivability, it might be worthwhile. Like keeping one extra dodge to the next turn. To have two dodges on the following turn. That seems pretty decent. I don't know if it's 12 points good. But it's pretty good. But I I mean those, that's some of the push pushback I got for you. Um, I think. I think he still does the things he was good at. But just like not in an oppressive way. Not in a, an objective based oppressive way like he used to. He still gets to do the fun stuff. I'm, pr- I'm probably rambling too much. So I'm just going to let it be. <laughs> I will say my 1.2 help you now, Corey, since I, I helped John a little bit. Is you oh, forgot to, to mention uh, which magic and he can heal back two on a card. So, Oh, I mentioned that in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but not, not well, this, but, oh, to, to help, to help yeah. with this part of your debate. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He can heal back two wounds. And that's at the start of the command phase. Or during the command phase. That's not even during his activation. So that's like extremely powerful. Like effects happening before any action or any activation see play is like pretty good. So it's pretty sweet. Take that, John. <laughs> Take that, John. I, I I will just say I do not sweat it when I see Maul on the other side of the table. And the only the only thing I would not want to play against Maul is recover the supplies, and I think you just ban that objective card. That's so a it's a bold statement. That's a it's <laughs> a bold statement. Because the last thing you I mean, and I think you take the dark saber because I think you want cunning. You want to be able to to basically guarantee priority when you're when you're playing the one pip, so that you can do some like double move, grab the objective run away with the one pip, like get out of dodge type thing. No pun intended. And that's because you're so fragile. You don't want to get nuked before you can run away with the objective. I don't, I don't know. See, like that's is, I don't know, man. 
I I think people automatically go to the dark saber. I know it's really good. I know Cunning's really good, but I just think there's other ways to play him. Like when I played him in CIS, like saber throw was really awesome. Like move, move, saber throw in, into anything was really, really fun. <laughs> really, really good. Yeah. Saber throw though for red is good, right? I think with the new cover rules though, that's a challenge. Like if Anakin couldn't fire support, I would not play saber throw. Right. And only because I can stack the dice with the three dice, so three doesn't become one, is saber throw good. But if like I was playing Maul and it was four, and he doesn't even surge hit, so that four is really like three minus two, so maybe one goes through. And it's Pierce, so you're going to pick one off. But with the cover, the cover rules the way they are now, I don't think it's like it used to be. Look, you just got to do what I did to Brendan one time. I moved, moved, shaver throw to Obi-Wan, and I got four crits, and then Brendan got zero blocks. So just, that's it. Better that's lucky than good. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that was a disgusting roll. That was terrible. Uh, no, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, new cover rules is challenging. I think there are turns in which you can get aims, though. I don't know. Move, aim, saber throw. He like, does it. I mean, like, he mo- does like, have ju- decent- Jump behind, jump jump from a line of sight blocker, take an aim, throw. Next turn, maybe do the same thing. Yeah. Just jump backwards. There's, there's, there's room for opportunity there. Well, and some of his, like, at last he gets an aim. His eminence, I think he yep. gets an aim, right? I think that one does, yes. Oh, no, wait. Maul gains a dodge. dodge? It's a dodge. Sorry. I am not a Maul expert. I don't know that. (laughs) But all I know is I see him, I fire support him, he's gone, and then I don't have to worry about any of these command cards. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sure, 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 sure. I hope you like standing orders. That's why I said aggression and discretion were good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah i mean like i was hoping to play mall at my last local night to get a refresher on him but <laughs> oh well didn't happen he i mean does he well maybe brendan will let let's get, let you give your verdict oh. and then i think we can do some open discussion on him because i think there's a lot you can talk about with mall yeah there's a lot to talk about and the fact is there's essentially two viable lists, I think, in Shadow Collective. You can play Maul. You can do Maul Pikes, or you can do Maul Black Suns. <laughs> I mean... Because uh, those are the two good core. <laughs> right. And, I mean, they're the only core. But... Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pick your poison. Do you want Maul, where he's a scapel in a nigh-unkillable army with the Pikes? Or do you want Maul where he's just an extra threat in an already very beefy and scary black sun list. That's where you want cunning. Like you want to go first sun, with black suns. You want to go first with Maul. That that's where you want cunning. I that would play agree style. with that. If you want more peekaboo, I think uh Pikes is like a uh you know a a good alternative and then, you know, barrier on him if you don't want to do the throw version, you could do barrier for Pikes. Heavy cover plus Pikes two dodges plus barrier a little silly and then if you don't need to throw maul out there if your pikes are doing work just have him like recover move take a dodge just I mean, just hang out and say barrier safe. isn't bad for the 
black suns either because you keep more black yeah. suns alive. I mean, it's, it's scary. Um, so uh, you both made some excellent points. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Shadow Collective Mall is glorious. Uh, just because he, I mean, with both core options and, you know, you're going to do all of one or all of the other. You're probably not doing a 50-50 split on the core in this action. He, he works probably with not. both. <laughs> you know, he, he complements both. Uh, and I think that is not something you see so much with any other force user in any other faction. They're, they're more so the blunt instrument that's going to win you a game. Where here, he works a lot more in conjunction with the rest of the army. He adds to it rather than he is the army, you know? Right. So I think for that reason, he is glorious. I the only thing I don't like about him is the wound one, honestly. It's really not that bad, guys. It's it's not, but I'm it's I'm really an empire player like, at heart, and if I ran into double bounty, I'd be playing him a little bit more cagey than I think he should be played. Okay. Alright. I mean I'm just saying just check your ranges, you know, know who's going where. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you got it. If they bounty your mall, which they're gonna, right? Because yeah. it's probably your only, maybe your only character. Just keep, come on, just keep them safe. Hopefully the table's good and it's got some line of sight blockers. <laughs> and if you're worried about, you know, not being good at measuring things, just bring a bus. Give him mobile cover. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, glorious. I mean, he was probably... I mean, he was probably going to get glorious just for you know some of his card art to begin with. So, yeah, like this is such a cool few episodes in the um in the Clone Wars TV show. Like just just Maul commanding his army, holding the dark saber, just fighting off a bunch of Mandos. Agreed. It was super cool. Like I love that this army exists in the first place. Yes, uh, and for anybody who hasn't watched any of that in the Clone Wars, do yourself a favor. You should. Watch that. You, should you should do it. Maul's like my favorite character in Star Wars. <laughs> he, he he became so good thanks to the Clone Wars. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So if you want to do an open discussion, um, do you do you pair him with like a bounty hunter in Shadow Collective? I think the only one I think I would really choose is Bosk. I, I would Cad agree. Cad a is squish. Cad's a little too. I want my cards to do tricks, and Maul yeah. kind of wants his. Yep. Bosk is a very neutral bounty hunter. He can just sit back and shoot. He can go whenever. Yeah. 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 I I actually really like the Maul Bosk Pike gunline type list. I think yeah. that's super solid. But I also like the Maul Black Sun list. See, that's uh, why Maul's cool. Like you just pick your flavor. Like whatever you want to do. That's, just yeah, not that's, swoops. That's the real. Re- that's the real reason. Real reason why he is glorious. Before okay. before Corey jumped on, I was talking to Brendan, and I was like, I I need to think about why Maul is bad. Can you tell me a couple <laughs> reasons? <laughs> I did not envy you on this discussion. And uh, and Brendan is like, I and I was like, ah, never mind. Like that would be that would be unfair if we're gonna. It was partially I was unprepared, and then second I was uh. I was like, ah, I mean, like, he's not as good as he was. Like, is that, a, <laughs> is that it's, an argument? Like, which is I true. Think that's very that's true. That's 100% right? true. That is yeah. true. 
I don't think I I mean I will say with 100% honesty when I used to play him against him I would be concerned whereas now it does seem much more fair like so it's almost like okay there's not gonna be some ridiculous crap where he's gonna like bury himself (laughs) in my army and do all kinds of like nonsense that like nobody else can do because of the three actions and he's gonna like do the choke stuff and the standby crap and like just piss me off similar to vader um i feel like he's been neutered quite a bit from a lot of the move um, move standby so good yeah, to, yeah. To, so you can still do that, obviously. But yeah. that in combination with the choke and all the other stuff was just like such a huge frustration from an objective play standpoint. Yeah. I, I will say, John, you continuously saying he's not as good as he once was. I'm now going to quote the, the late Toby Keith. Uh, not as good as I once was, but I'm as good as I ever was. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was thinking every time you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like John said, he wasn't prepared. So he's like, ah, he's not good. Not good. I I will say, though, like if you like if you could put a number to it and like on a scale of one to ten and you had to like basically say anything one to five was inglorious and six to ten was glorious and like you basically are riding that line and it's like oh 10 like he's awesome like that and then like you know we normally pick units that tend to be more inglorious so like we want to talk about i don't know if i i would give maul like for me personally like a six and a half so it's like glorious but like i mean he's good like he's decent but i do think like in this meta like he doesn't scare me like, I don't think he's going to, like, win any major events, personally. But he's not bad. Like, he's not, you know, he's not, like, a character where I'm like, oh, he sucks. Like, let's, you know, let's try to yeah. argue yeah. why he's good. Um, But he's not, like, S tier. I don't think he's A tier. I would say he's, like, B tier. Well, he's an S tier Jedi in the Shadow Collective. That's, that's true. <laughs> but, you know what? It's time to uh, stab this conversation. And, uh, oh no! <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Flawless transition. We are going to talk about stats, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what? Before we even begin that, I want you to go to the Discord. I want you to go to our comment section on YouTube, where Podbean, wherever. And I want you to rate one at one at one to ten. Brendan's transition. <laughs> I mean, it was obviously a ten. I. So, I think so too, but I want to hear from everyone. Anyways, uh, steps. Uh, so it's the same. It's the same concept. We're gonna do a, an argument. Um, so let's see. We have. I, I have notes. I have notes here. Yes, John is gonna be the judge. Brendan hey. is gonna be glorious, and then I'm gonna be inglorious for steps. Uh, Brendan, can you do us a favor and read us off what steps do? Yeah. So step riders. It's a support for the CIS. There are two minis in the squad. It's a repulsor vehicle. Each mini has three health, white defense dice. It doesn't have a resiliency because it's just so wound, uh, so low in wounds. Doesn't surge on attack or defense. Speed three. 
has a weapon, a repeating dual blaster cannons, range 1 to 3, 3 black that are critical 1 and fixed front. Uh, it can take a comms upgrade. It has the following keywords of Agile 1, so it gains a dodge after it performs a move. AI move, coordinate droid trooper and vehicle, or vehicle, uh, cover 1 and speeder 1, and they are 75 points. Pretty much it. There you go. Perfect. John, uh, who would you like to hear from first? Uh, let's hear why they are glorious. Take it away, Brendan. Well, for starters, they make for great puns. Um, so. <laughs> oh, stab it. Not as, not as much as ah. that. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could take staps and lats in the same list. Oh, anyway. Someday. All right. Um, so, uh, stap riders are best when you get them in a group of three. I mean, there was a time where skew lists were a bit more common than they are now, although they're kind of making a, a resurgence. And, you know, staps were great, are great for bombing run. I mean, you can triple move at speed three with these things. They're, they're insanely fast. Um, and you're going to have, if you play them right, perfect order control. Uh, so you can go with them when you want, which is amazing. In my, uh, in my opinion, there tend to be only maybe three different upgrades you would put on them. Usually one of them will have either an HQ uplink or a long range comlink, depending on your flavor. Uh, and then the other two will have linked targeting array for free aims. Um, you know, that's just to make sure you're getting the orders. The HQ uplink is probably what you're going to pick if you don't pick one of the super tactical droids that have direct AI unit. If you do pick one of the super techs with that, you pick the long range because they can just direct all the way out to that step. Um, and then you just start a chain to the other ones. Uh, if you're really good at positioning, you can make that chain go all the way through the rest of your probably B1 core. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know how they're going to pair with Geonosians, but could be interesting to have a really fast <laughs> skew army. Everybody goes three times. I, I did build one of those. It looks, it's doable. We can talk about it after. <laughs> yeah. Um, Remind me, it, it seems fun. Yeah. Um, also the fact that, you know, they're, at, uh, you know, with two models, they're throwing six black, critical two. So that that's not a bad die pool, especially for the ones that have got the aims on them. You know, uh, you could do things like your compulsory move, shoot and then move again to get away uh if you're really good at positioning speeders in general you can do all sorts of things to you know kind of kite your opponent to you know get your shot off and run away so you're not taking as much in return fire so they're if you're good at moving units speeders are definitely up your alley um nothing else they, they look cool i mean who doesn't like stabs the, just the appearance. I mean, who wants to? I mean, I personally wouldn't use a stap if I had the choice between a stap and a speeder bike. It's because I like to sit more than I like to stand. Oh, but, are you talking about personal preference or yeah. are you talking about in the game? Personal preference. 
<laughs> personal preference. Okay, I'm saying okay. I like to sit down more. I, I'd feel a lot more comfortable, you know, sitting down and, you know, like riding a bicycle rather than trying to use like all the, a skateboard, you know, or a hoverboard, you know. <laughs> so, or Segway. They're more of a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're more of a Segway. They're flying Segways. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know if I have the balance for a segue. I've never tried a segue. <laughs> nice. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, and they're they're not that expensive. I mean, seventy five points for a six health unit with native cover one, and if you're moving them twice, they're gonna have two dodges on top of it. They're pretty survivable with that, uh, even if you leave them a little out in the open, as long as nobody has sharpshooter. Um, so. They do exactly what they look like they do. They go fast and they shoot things. There you go. Very nice. I'm out. John, anything to say before I begin? No. Let's hear why they're inglorious. All right. Sounds good. Well, where to begin? This pains me as someone who loves speeders bikes in general. Uh, I love the Imperial speeder bikes and I used to love Staps. (laughs) (gasps) Uh, But honestly, they're just not going to... They're... they're just going to break your heart in today's Legion world. So the first point I want to make is they don't have impact on their weapons. Critical is not the same thing as impact. So they're only really good at shooting regular troopers. If you encounter any type of armor, you'll need like a battle plan or something else in your list to try and handle it. I've tried shooting red save armor with the saps. You are only going to get sad because maybe you get one or two. Uh, it's, not, it's not the same as impact. Second point. Uh, after you remove their dodges, uh, frankly, they're just they're just dead. They're too they're too squishy without a native surge to block. Uh, at least with the other speeders, you have a better chance to save out, even after accounting for the dodges on the steps. And then third, after investing like 240 points for three staffs with like LTA and like long range comlinks, you still need to find a way to issue them orders uh, and your B ones to maintain order control, meaning like. You need to have all these like contingency plans in order. It's, I'm not saying it's difficult. I'm just saying like you you got to do it. Uh, having them AI, having the steps, you know, not having an order and having them have AI it just kind of really sucks. Um, it's not ideal. It's not what they want to be doing. Fourth point, um, you might think, well, maybe I'll just use a high activation count, right? That was that was a thing in the past where. Uh, like I think it was 13 or 12 activation steps, uh, you know, to, to make sure that they go last, right? Uh, all that means is the rest of your army is primarily B1s and not too many upgrades. And if your steps don't do work, uh, you're in trouble. Sure, you could try and play the objective game, but I think most things are just going to shoot thing, you know, your B1s or your steps off the board. So while going... Last first of them seems cool in a high activation list. I think the second or the third step to go is just going to die. It's just going to get fire supported. Or or like, I don't know, a dark trooper is just going to go blast it with their range 2 or something. <laughs> doesn't, seem, doesn't seem good for you. And then finally, this is probably my most damning point. Even if you get all six hits or slash crits, it only amounts to four after heavy cover. Uh, the new rule changes have not been nice to it. It's pretty hard to get out of cover shots if you want to stay at exactly three. I don't think you want to go any closer than you have to in order to, uh, when shooting with them. Well, well, first, if you want to get an out, out of cover shot, that probably means you're going to be somewhere at range two. 
depending on the board setup, but I usually like range two to to one is where you're gonna get possibly an out of cover shot. And that's where like all the hard hitting stuff is just gonna clap back at you. You got Black Suns Enforcers, you got everything. New Geonosians, right? Lots of big dice pools are range two. So getting an out of cover shot seems very, very scary, and I don't think I would ever want to do that. Yeah, I think I think that's good enough. I used to love these guys a lot. Um I just I I can't I can't play them. I can't play them. Like impact's really good. The only impact that the CIS has in like the support slot is the spider droid. And that just that's a shame. I feel like there should be like impact somewhere else, either on Droidica or Stat. If they had impact one, I would for sure think they are better than they are right now. There you go. All right, I'm done. I'm done talking. <laughs> Brendan, would you like to counter any of Corey's points? I mean, not any of his specific points, but I will say that the stats are easily the best candidates in the CIS for the divulge option for the super tech card. Do not underestimate our, our means. I mean, they get you can give three of your AI units rein, the reinforcements keyword, which means they go down last after everything, unless somebody divulged, uh, you know, darkness descends invader. So, you know, if you're playing something objective focused where the stabs are going to be pivotal, like bombing run, you can see where your opponent is placing their entire army and then go, all right, well, all my stabs are now going to go down after you've put your army down. And I'm just going to give them a nice clean path to victory. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fair. It's a it's a good card. Yep, 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 yep. But I I can't. I, the only other thing I'll add, right, is that also uh, making if you're making sure you have the order control, which you should, definitely find a way to incorporate incorporate uh, aggressive tactics so they do have surge tokens, uh, and and that way. You can up their survivability or attack profile just that little bit by having that surge token. Probably, the, probably on their defense though. It's usually on their two. defense. Yeah. If you roll three surges, like okay, <laughs> oh well, miss one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I won't push back any push back too hard. Um, I've said my piece. All right, well, just just to recap what you guys say, so so Brendan is going with the objective play, also pointing out the reinforcement card, which basically, um, a reinforcement keyword, which all kind of goes back to objective play. And then I like the benefits of the critical one, and that kind of can sort of skirt around um, some of the cover, um, which Corey also pointed out, though, it's not impact. Also, obviously, pointed out how fragile they are, which I think everybody knows. And then the Hayak list are pretty much just surrounded by B1s these days if you're trying to do the 12-act thing like they used to. Um, and they obviously uh, were hurt by a lot of the cover changes because their their die pool just doesn't hit like it used to. Uh, for me, I think the big thing is they are so fragile and you can't really surround them with a whole lot if you want them to be in the high act list, which is when they were really at their high point. Um, and I do think there's some obvious, some obvious objective play as with all speeder lists, but I feel like these guys are just so fragile by comparison. 
and their die pool is just it's rough um <laughs> so i i, I don't know. i'm saying inglorious would be uh would be my verdict on this one so i'm giving it to Corey. Oh, stop it. (laughs) I got two dubs today, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, never mind. Uh, (laughs) Like you picked the easy. Oh, wait, I said that. Never mind. I mean glorious. No, I I remember giving John the first choice. I was like, what do you want to do uh, for Shadow Collective Ball? He's like, I don't care. (laughs) 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 And then then I felt very strongly about this one. So... (laughs) Like I can't even I can't even pretend they're glorious. Honestly, I think what kind of sold me on it was because I th- whenever I think of stamps, the first thing that comes to mind always is when they used to do the twelve act staplet, like the high act, like oh you hold them back, you know you activate yeah. them as your tenth, eleventh, and twelfth activation with perfect order control. Like you can Brenda still build a thirteen activation stat list. However they cannot carry the list anymore. No. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So so I think other high activation lists do the high activation thing better, meaning Ewoks. Oh, yeah. They're at 14. Now, I don't know who wins that matchup, but, you know, obviously the Ewok player is not going to allow um, bombing run. So, you know, like... I, I think they're outclassed at the the objective nature of like high activation. That's that's my opinion. That's why and that's another reason why they're failing. They so they kind of went out of style when spiders came out, right? Because it yeah it was like another support yeah. option at the same point cost, but then you could sit at range four and you had this basically um, six die pool that you could roll into six hits essentially well, because of all the aims from strategize with Kalani and all that. That's that's at least how I remember it happening. And then Staps kind of yeah. went away and then you never really saw him again. Um, is that is that kind of how you guys remember it? That's, well, that's pretty much right. It's pretty much right except for the fact that the spiders were drastically cheaper than the Staps. So a Stap with Link targeting array is 80 points and a dwarf spider before the ion blaster got a points upgrade uh, up yeah it was 73 yeah. points is that is that with with attack, attack protocol, protocol uh, ion, uh, and I, and I is that including like, LTA no and LTA it would have been 78 points so it was 2 points okay. cheaper uh, for a much more tanky and survivable vehicle Yes, because that, it's got that could armor. poke at range four. <laughs> yeah, it's got armor three. It surges to hit natively. It surges to defense on white defense dice. Also, so. the spider. You know, pick your flavor of spider droid too. Like, yeah. you can either go go balls to the wall and go in with a flamer, or you can like set it back at range four. Yeah. Um, so like that's automatically cool points on that one too. I mean, flamers yeah. are just always cool. They're just always cool. Stamps like now, seem like. Oh, go ahead, man. Yeah, now, like now, if you do want to do uh, dwarf flamers, you could do attack protocols, the flamethrower, and the linked targeting array, and they're two points cheaper than a stab with linked targeting array. See, like that just sucks. <laughs> and you can hide behind them, right? So, like, that's super cool. Although, if you're doing flamer, you're probably doing engagement protocols, then they're equal points. But even so, <laughs> he. Even so, like it's fine, <laughs> right? 
there, there's way to, ways to skirt around that with override. Um, yeah. But yeah. Brendan kind of made my point, which is like staffs just haven't scaled well with the game. Like when it was like, oh, here's my rebels. And it's like, ha, I'm going to just like flank you and just like disintegrate your army with my staffs. Like that was a thing. Whereas now it's like, oh, here comes my staffs. Okay. Uh, one shot that unit. And then I'm going to one shot this unit. And then now you just yeah. have a bunch of B1s. I guess I win. Like it's just, they haven't, there's just, and there's just so many better options in the CIS faction that you can take other than staffs. Now, what yeah. if they got one more attack die, so they were rolling four black each? Ooh. Well, now that might be different, because uh, that would put them in line with some of the dice pools that we see now. I wouldn't mind it if it was a white die. I think a, I think another black would be too much. But You change nothing else, just add a die. You know, if it's a white or a black. Nothing else. Um. Well, I mean... Honestly, I'd rather see that on the Droidica. <laughs> like, please. That would be too much on a droid. You can already do that in experimental droids. You can add two dice. Yeah, but, yeah it'd be great to like not have to use experimental droids for awesome Droidicas, though. Just saying. That's the only way you can um, get awesome Droidicas. So be happy. I know. That's fair. I am happy. Droidicas are great again. <laughs> um, yeah, staffs are... They're a cool model... I I love speeder play in general, so like that, like they're sweet. I I just don't think like they're supposed to be played the way they like used to play. I th- I just don't know how to play them now. I just don't know what to do. But uh, I was making I was fooling around with lists, so you could do like super tech or poggle. Take your pick on the flavor. Uh, then three Geonosians, three Magna Guards, and three Steps, <laughs> and seven seven ninety three. Uh, the Magnus have RPS. RPS so like you can do some silly stuff. So it's 10x. Yep, 10x. Nice. Yeah, that feel like feels like you are... can do anything. You you can yeah. go fast. You can melee people. You can. You have impact too, <laughs> plus critical. Right. It's yeah. like you can hit armor. Yeah, it's sick. That sounds pretty fun. Oh yeah. See, but if the staffs don't have perfect order control, I feel like their stock goes down even more in my opinion. That's that's why you put like um that's why you have a super tech like I like Kalani. Um yeah. And then you pick duh, 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 duh. is it long range? Long range comlink and then you just direct them. Yeah. Okay. And then, so then, then they good that, to go. so then they have orders every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So at least they and, have uh, order control essentially. Yep. And then you don't really care when Magnus and Geos go. I mean, you do and you don't, but eh. Yeah. I don't know. Just me fooling around with some lists to try and help steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then, cause then that way you could do breakthrough, uh, recover, bombing run, and then take your pick on the fourth one. See, that was like that is a list, though, I would probably lose to. Like if we would, if, if I was at a tournament. <laughs> Yeah, where I'd be doing just fine, and then I'd be like, ah, like what does this do, John? John, I, I figured it out. You're basically like the British Army, where like any type of guerrilla warfare or any type of shenanigans are you know come come at your face. You're like, I don't know what to do. They're not lining up and shooting at me. I don't know what to do. Unless I've seen it once before, it's like it's yeah, it's uh, if it's the first time, I'm always like, what the hell is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I will say with any speeder, they're going to die. So either play them, you know, very cagely or play them very defensively. You know, right. so keep them back and alive and then use them at, at a key moment when they're going to do an, a good strike. So Right. Don't don't feed them one at a time either. You literally have to hit with all three at the same time. Hopefully the rest of your army as as well. Right? That's yeah. that's the whole key to speeders in general. In general, you want to threat saturate. You want to be like, oh my god, you you want your opponent to be like, oh my god, I got to deal with these steps. Now I got to deal with these magnets. Now I got to deal with geos. Yeah, and I gotta deal with a bunch of stuff. If you end up playing something like Breakthrough, you could literally just have them doing donuts in your zone until turn five or six, depending on the deployment, and then they can just zoom and score. Yeah. You know, yep. So that you know they're just a threat, but they can also just stay safe and still score for you because. I mean, they can go over a lot of terrain with the the speeder one keyword. So, yeah, I'd be worried about some range five snipers though. Like, Gar is very popular. Arc troopers are very popular, and so is that that no good son of a gun Echo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I just feel like the arcs are gonna just pick them apart at range. Oh, specifically, that, that's, Echo. That's my only fear. Yeah. But they don't have but high velocity, way, so if they were doing donuts, you couldn't. Well, I guess the, you could roll into the crits. crits from Echo. But yeah. yeah, yeah, Echo'd be the yeah. only one. But other yeah. than that, other than that, well, cool. You guys got anything else before we uh, before we close out the show? Nope. I don't have anything against Shadow Collective Mall, so nobody nobody <laughs> needs to email us. So I, <laughs> 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 uh if you want to email us that's a great opportunity to talk about it uh yeah go ahead and do that um you can hit us up at uh, swl inglorious blasters at gmail.com uh, if you think our judgment is wrong you want to ask us a question or just give us some general smack talk or give john a good ribbon because he hates shadow collective mall <laughs> do so send us an email uh, you can find us the most popular podcasting apps, including Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Podbean. Um, Google Podcasts is going away. Uh, if you use it like I do, I'm really sad. <laughs> You're probably sad, too. If you leave us a rating and a review, that would really help us out. Uh, join our Discord. We have a Discord. It's in the show notes. Come chat with us. Come show off uh, pictures of your hobby work. We could do some list discussion. You know what? Show off some pictures of your pets. And then my favorite thing is, anytime anyone posts a picture, Mr. Evan Bullris <laughs> just just crops every single pet's eyes, <laughs> just so you see the eyes. Uh, it, it makes no sense in an audio format, so you just got to come to the Discord and find out. <laughs> well, I mean, there was the one time he did a shot of feet. so Right, because there was no Wait. eyes, because the cat was sleeping. Yes. So that was good. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Evan. All right, and with that, I think we're just going to close the episode out. Uh, we are the Inglorious Blasters. I'm Corey. I'm John. I'm Brendan. Zoom, zoom. Stay glorious, everyone. <laughs>